You are listening to Melbourne Lights Church Weekly Podcast. Hello, family and friends. Yay, it's good to have you with us again. We're continuing our podcast series, Disciple Shift. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I've got Louise with me again for our part two. Hi, Louise. Hi, everybody. It's so great to be here. Yay, we're celebrating. We're excited. We can't wait to, to just share some more um, on the adventure of living on mission. That was what we started with. And we have so many stories and Louise has so much in her and we had to make it two parts because <laughs> it was just too long. And um, hopefully it's spurring you on and, and you're getting excited and just getting equipped and feeling like, wow, I can do this. If they can do this, then I can do this. We're all called to do this, to go and share Jesus, to, to um, you know, make disciples, to pray for the sick, to see them get well, to um, see people set free. Like this is our normal Christian life, isn't it, Louise? Yeah, absolutely. Love normal. I love the normal Christian life. It's so exciting. <laughs> so exciting. Uh, so come with us. As I always say on the journey, we're praying you'll feel stirred, you'll get challenged, you'll be equipped, encouraged, uh, and that these sessions will help us as the church grow up into maturity, that they'll really give you handles, uh, just tips, just real life tips on how to do this uh, in your world, uh, that we would be the church that looks like Jesus. So yes, good. Yay, let's keep going, Louise. And, and I'm not probably going to talk that much, uh, but well, we'll probably uh, our stories are quite shared. So we might be in and out, <laughs> back and forth from each other. That's right. But um, let me have a quick look at where we're at. So, Louise, you were just talking to me before about you, you just the setups of God and how, how yeah. cool, how you love those and, and what they actually mean and why we can just with confidence really it's it's not so much a risk like it feels risky it feels scary but yes. in a sense god has already gone before us and he sets things up for us to walk into doesn't he and yeah. so we can just really go with confidence knowing he'll he'll be there he's pre-planned yeah. he'll be there and he'll turn up and he'll move and so in a sense it's not really a risk uh, but tell us about these setups and what what you've got on your heart in terms of provision that you're talking to me about yeah, you know, like we're talking about um, disciple shift, and I think this particular area has been one of the biggest shifts of confidence for me. You talked about confidence just then, and uh, we, yeah, last week we'd we'd spoken about a bit of that journey, like what you know, what does it look like? And to me, it was pretty. You know, God breaks it down simply for me. I'm a simple person, me too. so like, get my hand up. I'm simple. Simple's good because it means we can all do it. Yeah, and he'd been teaching me stop, then look, then listen, yes. and then Love then. That then rest and then like I guess an add-on for me is like in the resting there's this trusting you know you just spoke about trust all that confidence right yeah and he started to do a confidence shift for me when yeah. he started to show me that um he is so working all the time and he sets up um things for us to walk in and he does it in advance so I love Amazing. the advance of God you know what I mean that he's already like he's he's always ahead he's like God yeah. is so ahead of the game he's so ridiculously <laughs> ahead of the game and 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 also you kind of see it um you know we we sometimes we get so wrapped up in in when we're doing the evangelism thing that it's just about will I get it right it becomes a little bit about me you know because we're nervous yeah. well the nervousness does, thing does. Sure. but the advancedness of God or the what I, he said to me provision of God is like the, the vision or his vision of being in front and ahead and already have made like a heap of plans to walk in um, you suddenly realize hey it's not you know I'm part of the plan and for sure and that's fun right but he's got the plan in advance it obviously set up for the other people because he wants to reveal Jesus to them and so this multi-stranded thing starts happening and you're like wow, wow I don't even know you know you're saying where does your yes lead to what's on the, this is you know from last week where does yeah. our yes lead us what's if we open that door we talked about open the door last week yeah. when we kind of go yeah I'm gonna say yes let's open the door like this it's God's invitation for us to step through into what he's doing and we step into that and we're suddenly like, wow, this is a multi-stranded, multi-level thing that he's prepared in advance for us to do. And I just, I love wow. that. And so like I, I uh, last week I had just had the word provision, but before today I looked up and thought, I wonder what it actually means in the dictionary. So I just kind of looked and I thought, yeah, yeah. this is helpful. And then, I mean, this is just dictionary stuff, not even Bible, but it says it's the arrangement or preparation beforehand to do something or to meet needs or to supply resources. And I'm like, yeah, that's what God's wow. love. 
You know what I mean? Because he, he's so abundant, isn't he? So, good. so like when he says, I've prepared, um, you know, um, things for you to walk into that he's prepared already, in, you know, beforehand, this is what he's like. He's, he's, it says actually, I mean, this is what blows my brain. If we could get this, it says that Jesus is the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. So, wow. I mean, he's not like just mind like, blowing. He, like, like for me, I'm not the best planner. I'm trying to get better at planning <laughs> my life. But he's not like doing a week in advance or a month in advance or even a year in advance. It's like before creation, you know, you know, wow. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, they had they had a conversation. It's like, what are we gonna do? Like what's what's the provision? What's we're gonna do, what are we gonna think of and prepare for in advance to do something to meet needs and to supply resources? And in other words, out of our heart for people. Because yeah. he God loves the world, hey. Yeah. That he loves people just and he wants them restored back to to him through jesus yeah. what are we going to do so like that's his long time plan like way even before we're even born it's just happening and then for our individual lives he's got that set up for us and then i love it because jesus um like he he showed us how to his view of it and how he walked in it and what that meant to him and his conversation with god and his revelation of it you know like in john and five seventeen, it says my father's always working he's always yeah. working. my yeah. father I love it. My father, my Amazing. father, love that. My father, mm. there's such a close relationship. My father's always at work hmm. and it says to this very day. And I love it because it's written in scripture. So it says to this very day. So like today is this very day. I love that. Yes. To this very day. It's so now, you know, and then he's, and then his part in it is like, and I too am working. I'm working as well. And then he gave them the answer. You know, I tell you the truth. The son can do nothing by himself, but he can only do what he sees the father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son does also. So I want to just take us back to, you know, stop, look, listen. And then out of that is like also undergirding it all. Like the, the you know, you said it's risk, but it's not risk. Or it becomes less risky. Yeah. It's always, you've always got to jump into the unknown. Yeah, like, that's what we want to call risky. It's not risky because he wants us to fall or fail or. Yeah, that's it's, right. it's, it's only things risky because we don't know what's going to happen exactly but if we start to get more rested and trusted like oh a suit that was my discipleship big shift well wow. uh, i think i started to see because we repeatedly went out oh my gosh he has so got this yeah, so, yeah. And he's, you know and what he wants to do is always so good so true it, then it becomes less of a risk and more of and personally that's why it's easier to step out because now I'm trusting. I'm going, yeah, I've seen you do this so many times. Like, I don't know what this is going to look like again, but this is like, wow. Yeah, that's where I suppose it becomes, like you said, less of a risk, more of an adventure. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's completely an adventure. And so I love the word provision. Mm. It's, like, it's like a double word. It's that one that's kind of got all the resources of, are packaged up in when you step into that moment. It's all there. The package is already there waiting for you to like open the gift, you know. Yeah. It's like there's something in the gift. You can just open it up and you get to unravel this thing. Like, you know, you take the ribbon off, you take yeah. the paper off and like, ooh, there's a present inside, you know, yeah. and it meets a need or it supplies a resource like like you're saying it heals somebody or it heals their heart or it just touches them or like they get known or loved by jesus or whatever that is that he wants to do um but at the same time if you kind of break the word down into pro and vision i love the word pro means it's in favor or on behalf of someone else and jesus oh, is so like i love that that he's not counting our sins against us he's so mm -hmm. for people mm -hmm. And that was the vision. That was, you know, Jesus slain before the foundation of the world. That's 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 how he looks at things. It's Maybe. his bro, it's his favor of vision, how he looks. And that, and I think no wonder then when it says, you know, um that the the spirit of prophecy or what that what that the thing that's to come is the testimony of Jesus, it's what Jesus is doing. Like whatever he set himself you know, up to, but the way he, his way of thinking and seeing wow. is actually the same as his way of doing and acting. That's really good. I Isn't like that? that. Mm. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's kind of cool. So we've got quite a few stories on that level, don't we? <laughs> we've got lots of stories, lots of set-up stories where God has planned, and, and it it does, like you said, take us saying yes and choosing to go out or choosing to, to step out of our comfort, choosing to cross that chicken yeah. line. Um, 
choosing to stop for the one, you know, still takes that, but he's planned some things on the other side of that, yes, that he's set up for us to walk into. And yes. I do often think like there's probably times I've walked past and he's so beautiful and gracious, he'll provide someone else for that person or he'll set me up with another occasion, you know, another opportunity. Um, but wow, if, if I just get better at saying yes and doing it, wow, how yes. many adventures. I mean, there's so much. And so we definitely have lots. And especially one that I love uh, is one of our Dandenong stories, local, yes. local yes. to us in Melbourne, where we often go out and minister to people on the streets there. And it's it's a place where God called us to. And so we like to keep building there, don't we? And keep praying there yeah. and keep sowing there and keep going there and be faithful to the harvest that he's given us there. Although there are many other places in our neighborhoods and, and other places he wants us to take. So I remember um, it was like a little in between our lockdowns because we've had so many lockdowns here, haven't we? Right. <laughs> in Melbourne. Yeah. But it was one last year where we had a little break. And we, uh, we decided in that break, we've got to go. We're yeah, desperate like, to now. get out. We have to do it now. now. And out. we're learning that, aren't we, uh, in the season we're in, is to, to not keep putting things off because we don't know what's ahead. We don't know when we'll be locked down again or shut in. or And so we're, we're learning to, to jump on the opportunities, especially to do things together, because we yeah. can do them with our families. Like we can walk, you know, in our 5Ks and yeah. talk to people, pray with people. Right. But there's something fun about joining up with friends or others in your church community and just grabbing that that opportunity and going. And Louise and I love to do that. So yeah. we were both like, we've got to get out to Dandenong. We want to go to Dandenong. So in this in-between lock time, lockdown time, we we did that. We we went into Dandenong. We went with this message on our hearts. We took chalk and we decided yeah. we were going to write eternity on the pavement. Everywhere we walked, we were going yeah. to write eternity with chalk we were really inspired yeah. by that and um so that was our message and we were going to pray and look for the opportunities that god had set up for us and it, it he really did do some amazing things that day and it was lots of fun louise so can you take it from there like tell us something yeah. of what happened I, lo I loved it because where we were there's like a plaza area out for, outside the main um, complex of shops and so there's um like a little seating area around and this big kind of space on the pavement and obviously it's chalk, we're not actually, you know, we're not defacing things in no. washed away and all the rest, no. but we wrote eternity, but in massive letters, wasn't it? It was, yeah. it was a little eternity. Yeah, we've done some little ones. Little and, ones. I don't yeah. know about feet or something. We did it huge. We did yeah, it big, we, yeah, it was your well, idea. We, we kind of went wild <laughs> on the big eternity. Um, and so it was because we had been praying and praying there before, hadn't we? And we love actually yeah. that kind of spot. People kind of come to and fro there, so we yeah. know. There's quite a lot of traffic of people coming in and out towards the shops. All sorts people, of people. All yeah. kinds of people. And the people even like some people just beforehand, like they walk across eternity and whatever. And we just pray, you know, for, an, for an, well, we're already living under an open heaven, but people would actually get to encounter yes. Yes. the open heaven that we live in. You know, in other words, we, we've got access to Jesus and yeah. his whole, he's always with us. And so we, we, we're also just praying that people encounter him. Yeah. It's basically... <clears throat> Anyway, so a few people have walked across, haven't they? And then I think um, there was a mum, we found it was a mum and daughter, we found it afterwards, but yeah, it looked like mum and daughter came across and they approached us and they were holding um, a telephone. Yeah, a mobile phone, yeah, yeah. A mobile phone. And, and then they asked us because they, they said, oh, like, is this yours? And we were like, no. But I love, we were saying, you know, the stop, look, listen. We're like, oh, they're talking to us. This is an opportunity. <laughs> You know, if you can, I think it's completely unrelated or you can think actually, oh no, this is, this is a one. This is like, they're talking to us. Let's go for it. This is a setup. <laughs> this is a setup. This is a setup, you know, like God's doing yeah. something for sure. And I love yeah. that. If people approach me, I always view it like that. That's my transformed mind is like, I'm thinking, okay. oh, surely, you know, this could be, this could be a one, you know, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. And so they, um, so I don't know, how do we start talking to we them? I think just we're chit chatting and seeing how they're going because, you know, we have that common thing that we've been in lockdown, we're out, how have they been, you know, just very real, just having compassion, just caring, just connecting on a very real level with people. And yes. um, we started with that. And then I think I noticed, uh, I mean, because you ended up talking to the mum, which you'll talk to, and I talked to no, exactly. someone who was year 12, but I noticed, I think the jump the transition was I looked and she had, um, remember her leg was in a bandage, her ankle was in oh, a bandage and her I, foot. I, and yes. I just 
just something in me said, I just said, what did you do? And she had been in a lot of pain. Are you in a lot of pain now? She explained what had happened. The mum explained what had happened and how she was probably needing extra surgery, which she'd already been through. It was very right. painful. And so there was the moment to, to say, look, we're Christians. We That's believe um, that God heals. We've seen him heal people. Can I pray for you? And they were quite happy. And and the girl is was in year 12. She agreed and said, can I touch your foot? And so yeah. I began to pray. We all prayed for her. Yes. And um, as I was praying for her, and uh, I think, Louise, you began to talk to mum. and. Yeah. Um, and I think I love that about going like together and it's like we're in these in team. yeah it's a real team thing and so you continue to talk I mean the Holy Spirit was moving powerfully on that oh, younger she actually I mean, got touched like can I just she was so, she got so touched and she actually tested out like she said yeah. I, I didn't even ask her like normally good <laughs> you know healing like usually yeah. I'm trying to get better at getting people to test things out like not be scared yes. to ask like to have faith yeah. to, to believe but she just instantly put a sort of crutch down started walking on it and said actually this is amazing like it's not hurting and and I asked her again had it been hurt she said yeah and by now because mum makes me you know shocked for so long it really hurt but she said the pain had gone and so then I had a chance to talk to her about why we were writing eternity what that means do you know about Jesus and so I had an amazing conversation about calling on the name of Jesus to help her with year 12 to encounter him and what eternity looks like with and without him so we went there and she was yeah. so open. So while that amazing discussion was happening, it was, yeah. it was beautiful. The whole was there. Louise was to, having you know, another amazing talk, discussion. I can't even talk to that side. I mean, because I just knew that, you know, because Gabby was already heard her. I mean, was listening to you just testifying about this is what this is who Jesus is. This is what he does, you know, and he loves to heal. And, you know, and then obviously that's when the conversation kind of broke into two because, you know, this whole thing of stop looking and listening. At the time, all of a sudden, I was so aware because obviously a miracle had broken out. So we're standing right in there in the middle of an encounter, two of us with two of them. I turned and I looked at the mum and I could actually see, not literally, but like, I guess from my spirit, like a knowing in my heart. This this lady was actually yearning for uh, more of an encounter. And I could could sense and and really um, sense like the peace of God wanting to really in like pour out on her yeah and, wow. and obviously like part of being like a door opener is like it is helping other people as we learn as we learn yeah it's to actually then to, to if you like link hands with them and say hey come stand where I am like come with me on this journey come yeah. is an invitation come into this place with Jesus is come experience him know him and if we've got words as well you know obviously to, to explain what that is and that's what you were doing so I just had the sense, hey, she she needs a touch. She she needs a touch because if God's showing you peace, then she needs a touch of peace. Yeah, wow, well, very good. And um, we can say, oh yeah, everybody needs a touch of peace or whatever in these times and what have you. But I just then then we get practical and we just ask people questions. And so I, I said, so is there anything that you actually, if I was to pray now for you, because Jesus, I just like because Jesus is here. Um, and God loves you so much. Um, he's so, you know, loves your, you, what you're going through. What we like, what do you, what do you need? What would you ask him? And um, actually then completely unrelated then to the, the daughter's healing, which mm. obviously, uh, you know, a, a legitimate and real needed need right there. And that he'd already, he'd started with that one. Then the next part unravels and she starts talking about actually there's been disputes in the family and she's carrying a lot of stress. Um, and there was like she told me um, it was a personal story but it was you know relationally things within her extended family weren't going well and she started to share that and um, I said to her because um, I know the solution for that because God has already shown me he actually wants to now um, you know impart peace to you and you can encounter that and experience that right here and because he really wants to enable you in what you're going through and for you to actually learn how to walk in that thing you know so good so prayed right then and there and yeah. it was just, again yeah. another like just as there'd been what a tangible encounter there of healing then there became a tangible shift um over her and she was just she was crying and receiving and, you know yeah. i mean they both were so touched by the heart of the father which yeah. was incredible and then then i mean that's just amazing i mean who doesn't want to just go yay jesus thank yay! you so, you've got to yeah. tell me that's beautiful we're powerful talking time yeah powerful we're talking we're just like yes you know all through a missing phone but yeah. then it's they like, had then, to go didn't they, they had to, then part of the set up it's like these multi strands of how does god do this he just knows right they said oh 
well, we haven't got time. We have to go. Um, like, would you, basically, would you look after the phone? And we said to them, yeah, well, we'll wait and see if anybody comes back for it because it'd been left on one of those little seats we were talking about. Yeah. Um, and uh, and, said, and if and if nobody comes before we leave, then we'll yeah. take it to the police and then we'll hand it in and whatever. So then I'm I, like, she handed it, put it into my hand, and I was looking at the phone, and I literally just like out loud just went said i don't know exactly but it's like a real simple shot prayer oh lord just you know i just had faith suddenly rise up in my heart you know let the person basically you know um, come, yeah. come to the phone so i said i call you in in the name of jesus whoever yes. owns this phone yes. i call that's you what in. you said yeah it was me and you and you said that and yeah. and what like happened? About one second later the phone rang <laughs> <laughs> so the other the mum and the daughter just literally they've just left and gone at the shops and hear the phone so I, I say hello and she said oh is you know um is this is, you know so and so and I said no I like we're like they were you know worrying about the the phone whatever I said no some you know whoever owns the phone has basically left it on the bench and they said where are you and I said oh well we're outside and they were like, um, are you, can you hold on? Like, we'll come to you. And I'll also get hold of another friend who's with that friend. I don't know, it's a complicated story. And we'll come meet you. So we waited there for about, I don't know, a few minutes, five minutes, maybe. Yeah. And then. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the friend, yes, it, one of them was the owner who was borrowed, who borrowed her friend's phone to try and oh, make her funny. own phone to find That's it. So she was bringing a friend to come and get her phone. Yes, yes. But didn't, didn't three of them, three young women or something? Or was it two? Um, turned I, up? Know, I remember two. Maybe there was a third standing there. I, I remember. Yeah. Two. So then they, and I was like, oh, this is so funny. Because then it's like, oh, Lord, you're sending more people to us. We've just been standing in this space. <laughs> so they arrived about five minutes later. So Gabby, you told your part of the of the story when they when they turned up. Because we just obviously see it as the father at work. So they were literally like stepping into a, a miraculous space because there was such an atmosphere of openness right there. Yeah. It was fun because it was so amazing because we we already were on now a high. Like God has set things up. We'd already prayed for some other people. Then we prayed for these ones. We saw healing. God broke in. Louise pray, uh, prays, you know, the simple, you know, bring them to you and the phone rings. So we're already on a high. So we know this is a setup not even a question or doubt or fear the girls turn up and one of them they're obviously of, of a, a muslim background because one of them was dressed that way and we could tell yes. and it yes. didn't matter i mean that was exciting it was yes. like okay great more people to love on and we just basically said hi introduced ourselves but basically went straight for it and said well guess what and i think louise you went just straight there you said i was literally standing here holding holding the phone and I yeah. we're Christians and I prayed to Jesus and I said bring the girls and then you you rang and it was basically well leave it what do you think about that <laughs> yeah exactly in other words we said this is not a mistake God is doing this that's it um, you know he, this is this is on purpose you just thought you lost your phone but you didn't lose your phone God was setting you up to to meet with him and we kind of went from there didn't we they were blown away. They were so blown away. And we began, again, two different discussions because, Louise, you began to focus on the girl in front of you and I yes. spoke to the girl whose phone it was. And, and she told me, you know, I, I am a Muslim. But the amazing thing was she said, I've actually been reading. Do you remember this? She said, <gasps> I've been reading the Bible. Like, I have actually yeah. been reading the Bible. And I said, that's amazing. And I felt the Holy Spirit say, because we, we shared a lot about Jesus and, and who he is. And she said, I have been reading the Bible, but I am a Muslim. I said, you know what? And I just, this saying, it was just Holy Spirit. It just, because I've never spoken like this, although I have used it again since. Yes. But he said, he said, it was like he was saying, say this, but it was split second. It just came out as, as I thought it, if that makes yes. sense. And he yes. said, I said to her, uh, you know, you're, I see, like, I can really see that you're seeking, you're looking and, and you're looking for truth. And said to her, and Jesus wants you to know that seekers of truth will always find truth. And let me tell you what he says about himself. He says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. If you're looking, you will find him. And she said, wow, this day has um, changed my life. Like, I cannot believe what's just happened. And I am going to go and seek and see if I can find him. Like, I, I want to know if he's the truth. So it was yes. actually incredible. And she was so just blown away by by um the love that she felt like both of them were i mean they were hugging us they were thanking yeah. us they were loving on us and we were loving back yeah. on them i mean yeah. it was, there was nothing antagonistic there was no right. the love of god was so there wasn't he yeah, yeah. so that was my part of this 
beautiful and it was longer than that but a beautiful discussion and a beautiful um encounter with this beautiful girl that jesus had just i mean he set it up he really did and then louise you you tell your side of, of the girl you were sharing with because yeah, she got I, really touched she did and I, I think part of it you know when we're talking about provision and god sees i love the fact that the father's eyes they're always looking yeah and they, and they it's like it's like the, the, the father's always looking he's looking at hearts all the time and so like for someone like you're saying who's who's seeking and wanting to know truth it's like an you know one of those encounters from acts you know when philip gets translated and he meets the eunuch and the guy's looking and reading the bible it's like he wants to know truth but he doesn't understand it yeah and so the, the father sees that and he 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 really wants people to come into truth and to know jesus come on but yeah. so he yeah. is we're saying yes he's going to go great you're partnering in what i'm doing and what i'm seeing you know be truth bringers and uh the girl that i spoke so to good. it was it was more um that fact that she was she was a uni student and she was studying but the she wasn't looking in the same kind of way but she, i felt the father really wanted her to know um about her future and who she was and she ended up speaking um a lot about um she was her her father's daughter it was really interesting wow. and you know when people start talking about that obviously she had a good relationship with her dad um and I was able to talk to her what you know um that God is her heavenly father and what he's done and there was a prophetic word I was I was asking her about you know what she was studying and all that kind of thing and it and it worked out that you know what that the father was showing me was really true for her and so again we, I started speaking to her about you know what he's planned in advance and who she was and the, what she's called to and what relationship looks like and all that type of thing um but it was it, I don't know it was more if you like his presence with us as well yeah. rather than the words I'm you know Absolutely. you can't describe that right now like you're saying they were impacted it was a heart impact time yeah 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 and so it was shifting things inside for them because it's like our faith and our heart response isn't it it's where we come to Jesus comes from that place exactly. and I think that's really what he was doing he, that he, day he and so mm. yeah she they started like like we all say you said last time you know we're just mums on mission really and um they started to really open their hearts to us like mums and so when they were yeah. hugging us like mum daughter time really it was it was but it was it was just it was a really special heavenly thing that god was doing so what a powerful day talk about that for a set up, <laughs> set up. <laughs> boy that was a fun setup it was a great day and um yeah i love it and it actually takes the pressure off too just thinking of what you were saying about sometimes it's not even just the words and we can't really remember every word for word that we said no then. that doesn't matter um and even if you feel like i don't always have the right words to say that's okay like it actually doesn't matter because when the love of god is so evidently there it just yeah. transcends that like it goes beyond that and and his it's just love speaks it's a language itself you know what i mean like peace yeah. speaks it's it truth speaks like he comes and he he encounters he actually encounters exactly. Uh, exactly. and and that's what happened it's like they came into a, a, a like a, a space of love they came into presence they came into that the open heaven that we live under we got to bring them into that and they encountered something of him and i'm praying that they they continue to yes. encounter him and wow wouldn't it be fun to meet up with them one day and just them to run up to us and say we know jesus like we're followers yeah. of jesus like yeah. oh oh can't wait for one of those moments <laughs> yeah exactly and i think it, it learning to have that pressure taken off yeah you know we have been so privileged to see people um you know receive jesus then and there and you know make that step into relationship and we're so privileged when that happens and yet at the same time we also god wants us to partner with people's journey yes. and so i used to feel when i first started was one of the things i felt a lot of pressure about was you know you you really want to see people say yes to jesus and when they don't it's i used to almost take that badly personally you know yeah. like yeah i've done something wrong yeah. or had I said enough and i used to question myself a stack like you know as if that was a failure and as i've walked with the lord and he's you know he's showing me as well that if we're sitting in that place of resting and trusting we bring and we give you know like jesus did the same god's working i can only do what he's doing yeah. um and so we're, we're we're looking we're listening we're bringing and we're learning to do that too we're not perfect in it but we're yeah. we're, we're learning to look we're learning to listen uh, we're learning to rest we're learning to step over that line and also be bold <laughs> in some of the things that we do because 
people are on a journey and he's he's so invested that god will he will complete what he started i love that holy spirit it's one of the things the holy spirit always does he says that he will he started so we get happy when we get to be part of an intersecting journey (laughs) so happy any part of the process is exciting and we trust him we totally trust him don't we that exactly what you said he'll complete he's more committed to them than we are like he's more committed to to seeing their hearts one and brought into jesus's into the family and 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 yeah just then there will ever be and so we have to trust him we have to trust that he's going to breathe on that that he'll bring others there's a process that he's 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 got it he's got it yeah 100%. 100%. We've got, we've got personal, our own story, don't we? And yes. it was a story journey and, and yeah. the Lord won hearts, you know, and he's doing the same thing for other people. And we just, some, we often just get to intersect on part of that and encourage them on the way and, and, re- and like Jesus, right, reveal the Father, reveal the heart of the Father, reveal the presence yes. of Jesus, of the Holy Spirit. So good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so exciting. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Look, we have another story that I wanted to get to um, because our time always runs short. And, yes. and I, I'm, I'm just hoping that these stories are really, I'm not just hoping, like I actually believe it, that the stories are actually yeah. helping because there's practical handles in the story, in the real reality, rather than just spouting off, I don't know, um, yeah. theological tips. We want to just share life with you. That's that's why we do these stories. And one of the most um, amazing places, powerful places that our yes took us to, um, Louise, was the Philippines a couple of years ago when we could travel. And um, wow, what, what an adventure that was. I mean, we both had not been there before and God had just put it on my heart to, to take a team there through a dream really which was amazing in itself and um, Louise and and her husband Mark and my husband and some others said yes and came and so we had the dream team we went off with this fun team and I mean we got to do so many exciting things and there were lots of God setups there as well Um, yes I mean we ministered in so many places didn't we markets and the slums and hospital hospital and churches I mean there was a, a mountain village that we went to, which was an absolute God set up because that wasn't even on the schedule. And I love how God just does that. Um, yes. and that was incredible. Um, but one of the highlights like that we did get to, to do was go to a like a maximum security prison up in the hills there in, in Cebu where we were. Yes. And um, I'd never been to something like this. Like I've, I've been to many, you know, had the privilege as you'd like to, to go and minister in many places. Um, yes but hadn't been to a prison yet. And um, well, tell us about it, Louise. Tell us about the whole sort of what it was like. And and would you, like, who would have imagined that us, like we, our yes would take us to minister to hundreds. I mean, we literally had the chance to see hundreds of prisoners um, minister to them and hundreds actually say yes to Jesus. So yeah, tell us about it. Yeah, I think um, it started for me, the whole, you know, the, the prison thing or you just want it. It's funny to say, you know, how, how would you ever have dreamed you'd do this? Well, the answer is 100% no, probably 100, 300, 500% no. <laughs> um, I would never have wanted to do that in my natural self ever. Um, I don't know if you know this backstory, actually. So maybe this is something new. Um, I actually grew up living outside of prison. Did you know that? I didn't know this. No. 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 So where I grew up in um the outer suburbs of London, actually. My dad was a prison officer. I don't know if you know that either. No. So get this. So I lived literally within 100 metres of one of the fences of a of a prison. And it's wow. huge wire, um, double fences, like super, super yes. high. So as a kid, actually, prisoners were always very scary to me. Mm. Um, it's, it's like this strange thing as a child, like where... Um, where we lived, like all the people in our street, they all, um, all the all the dads were prison officers. And at the end of the road, there was this, um, I guess, a big gate and entrance. But it was very only when prisoners were brought in <laughs> did yeah, anyone who yeah. use that space. So as a kid, we used to play there <laughs> right outside oh, wow. the fence, which is really weird. Um, That's yeah, what kids it was, do. It was, it was a great, you know, like a prison fence actually is a really great place to like you could ball up against and all kinds of stuff so we do that but when the prisoners came past I don't know I was like that used to like always freak us out and as kids we'd always run away right so yeah. so going um you know to Philippines one of the things that was on the itinerary was going to the prison and, and internally I'm like oh I don't know like who I don't know that I really want to do that 
So I have then spent some time, as you do anyway, regardless, number one, saying, Lord, do you want us to go on this trip? And then like, what, you know, is there anything you've got that you want me to partner with? Because obviously we're a whole team. So, you know, even when we're preparing, like God's got set ups for the whole team. Yeah. And in love as well. And what's best and what God wants is always like, well, then, Father, you do what you want with us as a team. And we, t- what we like, we talk about it a lot. We tag team a lot. Yes, we do. Don't we? Like, and so it's kind of like tag your it. and you're up and then no. And I step back and I support that. And I, you know, praying and looking and seeing what Holy Spirit's doing. But when it came to praying about the prison section, I just got excited. I can't explain yeah, it. It's like, I, I want that. to do that. And so it's like the, the Holy Spirit dropped this message in my mm. heart. Um, about um, it was a story from the Old Testament how David had actually um, gone off and he was about to go to war and while he was away the whole of his all of his family and all of the people all the soldiers that were with him that um, they actually were all they were taken away in other words the, there was a whole company of men who mm. lost everything they, they lost what was most precious to them their wow. their, fa- their families their their wives and their kids and um, and basically David then he he he, uh, he when he gets back they're all devastated and um the guys who are with him they're so obviously devastated and they become angry that they actually want to kill David because they've been away on mission with him and they've lost everything when they've got back and they want to blame somebody as you often do when you've you know lost everything lost yeah. looking for yeah. you're looking for a reason you've lost everything and David strengthens himself in the Lord and then he asked the Lord, shall I go? Like, shall I go and try and get everything back? And God says, go. Like, basically, I'm going to give you, I'm going to restore everything to you. And something of the heart of the Father, and I guess this is it, really. You, I suddenly realized the heart of the Father, and I, I saw Jesus represented in, in David in that, yes, like, um, I'm going to, you're going to get everything restored back. And so I suddenly had this burning um, message in my heart of mm-hmm. restoration because I started to see things, how God saw things, how the father sees things. And I think that's always the key, isn't it? When you start, you know, it's again, it's about this. I want to go back to the provision or the vision part of it. When we see what he sees, you know, Jesus says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. You know, he says, first love God with all your heart and then love your neighbor as you love yourself. It's like we, we, the the process in there is this like this heart process of, you can in the natural try and put yourself in somebody else's shoes and that will take you to a certain place I reckon do you know what I mean like you have some kind of sympathy maybe or pity for somebody but compassion comes from a a a, a God's moved heart like he you sit basically you you're infused with his heart that's compassion it's different from pity or very good you know what I mean yeah and actually but and it's always filled with there's always a like we talk about this a lot but it's, it's always filled, infused completely infused with hope yes an expectation of a change come on yeah 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 that's what compassion does compassion leads to this this expanded hope and expectation that something good's about to break out or happen wow therefore yeah. it's worth it's worth fighting for so then the message in my heart became like you know that I suddenly realized as David was prepared to fight to get his family back, actually, and Jesus was in that, it's the message became you're worth fighting for. And so suddenly I was like, oh, now I've hit the spot where I actually get what the father feels about these men yeah. and they're fighting for. So then, then we go. So then, you know, this is literally, we go into the story as a team, we go in and they, they, it's weird. You know, you've got to do the whole sign in thing and yeah, can't carry yeah, anything in with you. You no can't take, yeah, obviously there's nothing you can take in with you no. etc um and you're obviously going through double gates and there's security obviously and um, all that kind of thing and then everywhere. We, yeah everywhere and you're just already aware that you're going into this obviously tight security um space you know mm. um and then we walk past a women's section which we weren't allowed to and then we go through more gates and then suddenly we're we're, we're there it was almost like we're i felt like we're in an arena because yeah. There's a, you know, there's a gathering space right in the middle and then there was cages on like our left-hand side, which were quite close to us. And yeah. there was men just, I mean, they're not conditions like we probably find here in Australia. I mean, this is Philippines. So no. these guys are packed in. like a multi-level into, around, didn't it? As it yeah, it's a cage all, on the, all on the left-hand side and all these guys like faces pressed up against the bars and then slightly further away from us, basically all their cells. And I think how many, like how many, maybe, I don't know, five maybe i don't know yeah 
Yeah. It's like it's like um almost like it looked like almost like uh if you could have like a multi-level car park with but with all individual then cell cages and all that cells and with bars, yeah. With bars all there. And then there's some guys absolutely packed, and then some guys behind us as well who are obviously more trusted prisoners and the rest. So we kind of stand right in the center of all that. And then there's just faces and people, and they're all looking and like, you know. Yeah. I think the best part um was knowing actually like we were also we're talking about tag teaming we were if you like um piggybacking off the fact that the 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 local youth with a mission um young people had been in there regularly and ministered and loved these guys yeah. built relationships so mm. they had already built relationship there and so we worshiped didn't we first up yes but we i, I think we, i was so like as i stepped into that place the supernatural thing happened i felt the love of god like i've never actually felt before was so powerful like it just hit my heart so and it was just like we were waving and trying to give messages of hope even just through I don't know connecting even visually with people and or even before we started doing anything that was outstanding and then um we worshipped the presence of God oh my gosh I I was nearly completely undone actually even as I think about it me too undone because the father was so present and they started I can't even remember which hymn it was but they started to sing the prisoners started to sing these men's voices there were 600 men and they started to sing and I was like oh my gosh I'm in the company of those who honor the Lord and I was like so unexpected yeah to be in a place where there was actually like we were in a maximum security prison but it was so much hunger and desperation and humility I think the guys knew who they actually were like I think so often when you're trying to bring the gospel, people are so unaware of how far away they are from the Father and comfortable in life that they've had no, if you like, acknowledgement of the brokenness in their lives, of their sin in their lives. But these guys are like literally there. They faced it. They're living in that. They're being either waiting for a sentence or That's right. you know, whatever for what they've done. And they know their lives are not together. They know that they don't actually in themselves have any hope so when they sang and worshiped to the lord acknowledging him it was like a song it was a hymn i can't can you remember gabby I can't it was, it was like a, it was like a, a hymn talking about the majesty of god and they worshiped they didn't ask they, it wasn't so often we sing songs where we're asking god for stuff they weren't even asking they were actually really it was a song of worship worshiping acknowledging god for being god mm. And the anointing just came in that yeah. in that place, yeah. and it just did me. I don't know what. I mean, you saw some some things in that place, didn't you? Even yourself. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was such a tangible sense of His presence, and we just I felt like as you so humbled, so undone by God there. So He was so near. He was so there, so present. I, I don't know if I felt Him that present before and I felt him a lot like and he has been yes. you know he's always with us there's times yes. you know, where he just manifests it's like you feel him you suddenly become so ultra aware of his nearness that it yes. just it wrecks you and it, it shocks you and it just it's like oh whoa and I remember just um uh, um as I don't know even when it doesn't really matter when but uh, I'm just looking out at the prisoners and praying as different people were doing different parts of our our program worship or the you know the playing and Louise was preaching we had someone share their testimony yes Um, and just looking and praying and just yeah as I was looking at these men and and there's hundreds of them you know just pressed up against the bars and against each other because they're they're packed in like like sardines like they're just packed into these prison cells Yes. And they were desperate for just anything, just to hear, see. And, and there was something of God just so evident. Anyway, I'm looking and I looked across to the ones that were closer to us who were reaching out and I, I, it shocked me. And I saw what was um, so clearly, uh, I saw Jesus in there and he was dressed in the orange prison gear that yeah. they were wearing. He was like a prisoner and he was smiling from behind the bars. And I'm like, I had to look again and I'm like, what are you doing Jesus what are you and he was smiling and I just instantly that scripture you know Holy Spirit was like remember what you do for the least of these that one in Matthew and I don't have time to read the whole thing but you know where 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 they say you know where did we see where did we see you Lord you know he because the king says you know come you're blessed this is in Matthew um 
let me just have a quick look, 25. So you can look it up, 25 versus 31 to 40. You can read it in your own time. It's a powerful scripture, but um, where the king is separating, you know, the, those, you know, the goats and the sheep kind of thing. And so in that, he just says, you know, the people who are like, he says, come enter into my rest. And they say, well, when did we see you? I don't remember seeing you. And he says, you know, part of that is I, I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty, you gave me a drink. Um, you know, I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked, you gave me clothing. And one of the ones that he says is I was in prison and you visited me. And I just instantly got that part of the yeah. Because he said, what you do for the least of these, which it says later on, what you did for the least of these, you did to me. And um, he, that, that moment he was saying, I, I take this personally. And he was smiling like he was yeah. so happy. He was so proud. He was just, and I was so undone because I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize. Um, but, but it also gave me reassurance. Jesus, you're there with them and you're going yeah. to touch them. Personally, you can be right in there in that cell with them. And at the same time, he was saying, well done. What you did for the least of these, you did for me. I'm taking this personally. And yeah. it was just, I was just wrecked. I was wrecked that day. I, love, I was wrecked that day too. And I, I love that he, you know, it's, it, I mean, we, we read scriptures like he's close to the brokenhearted. Yeah. Um, he, 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 Jesus loves the needy. He loves that because actually then we're humbled and we really reach out for, for him. And I was so shocked because I started preaching and then towards the end, I don't know, this boldness came over me. Like I was like bold. It was so it was so weird like this I'm a, I'm a middle-aged woman in the middle of a prison full of 600 men they will look at me and I'm I'm challenging them like big time like will they give up their life of sin like I just started going for it like yeah. hammering the thing of like you need to repent and like nothing else will do will you leave your sin life of sin behind you and um because you know obviously on the basis of you are worth fighting for Jesus has paid the price and I just went for what Jesus had done on the cross yes repentance and I said and no excuses like um not half-heartedly like this is this is all or nothing this is all in yeah. um this decision of your life this is no going back this is not you know you can't wuss, wuss out basically that I mean the, there's really tough guys in that place like mm -hmm. tough murderers and yep. criminals will yeah. you stand up because this calls for a standing up as well of will you then turn around and live your life for him and then I put out the invitation and then we just saw a sea of hands. I was dumbfounded. Oh, that just blew me away. The hand up, so many hands went up of people wanting to give their life to just surrender to Jesus. Yeah. Wow. We couldn't even count. Like you, I don't even know how many, hundreds, hundreds. Yeah, hundreds and wow, what, what an incredible, what, I mean, that's Ooh. where that yes led us. And, you know, you say, you know, it's so personal for Jesus. Well, it is so personal for him. And I, I, it just is in that core foundation of, you know, when when Jesus died, he didn't just die for me. He died as me. But yeah. also that he, when he was raised, he didn't just rise for me. He rises as me. And I, yeah. it's like yeah. I, I get, you know, it's that thing of together with together with. So, you know, when the Bible talks about we're buried with him. Yeah. And then it also says, but then when Christ is raised, we're raised with him. And so there's this whole thing going on there about how personal that is. Yeah. You know, we're not yeah. just representing Jesus. We're actually joined to Jesus. We are his wow. very, well, you know, when he says, you are my hands and feet, we are his very yeah. body. We are him in that place. And if we're carrying his heart, we are, you know, we're so joined to him. So whatever you know whatever happens to me actually happens to him but also like whatever when it, what, whatever he's doing if I'm partnering in that and reaching out it's really personal for those people as well because there's, there's an invitation for them to be joined you know back to him to be reconciled to, to him so that that you know so that everything of their past can die so that they can fully live exactly. and so it's like these things are so personal for him he is right in those places yeah yeah and I and I, and I another disciple shift for me mm. because it was like I suddenly started to see yeah it's in the vulnerability of heart yeah that, and yeah. the humility of heart actually that people are able to receive so maybe that's a, a thing for us too that yeah. you know you have often said like let the hungry come come on yeah and so you know when we you know blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven and it's like when we recognize how much we need him and um, that's what I saw there too. 
you know, like in, okay. in just everything else is stripped away when everything else is gone what do you have left you know and like you often say what's worth if what's worth dying for is what's worth living for yeah and that's yeah the price that he paid that's why he sees you as worthy as worth it he deemed you worth dying for wow what a message uh, and then yeah and then and then out of that it's like and that's what's that's what's worth living for yeah and so that's the gospel message hey that's that's okay. the ongoing journey of i love the fact that he teaches us on the road really what his heart you know what his heart's really like yeah so i want to encourage okay. anybody out there it's just like just yeah go with go with where you're at go with what you've got go with what you know start the journey or if you're on the journey keep going on the journey keep going yes because it's about other people and then we also just get the privilege of actually really you know knowing his heart isn't it it's yeah. it's it's to know what is eternity but to know him hey so beautiful it's so beautiful thank you louise look we're out of time again uh, thank you, everybody, for your time. I, I really pray that you've been blessed and, and just stirred, exactly as Louise said, just keep going or, or for the first time, step out, knowing that he's gone before you, knowing he will be with you, and you never know what's on the other side of your yes. Uh, Louise, can you please pray for us, and um, we'll finish up. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, Lord, I just thank you that you've got us all on a journey, and I Thank you that as we're on this journey, it's it's personal, as we just said. I thank you, Jesus, that it's it's in your it's in your life, it's in your heart that all would come would come to know you. And Father, I pray that we would actually um, open up our hearts even right now. Yes, Lord. Lord, in this moment right now, as we talk about you know, blessed are the poor in spirit, Lord. There's so much of you that we need. Lord, in our lives, Lord, not just for our lives, but for you to be through our lives. Yes. And but I thank you, you say when we're poor in spirit, when we come like that, when we open up our hearts and we say we surrender, this place of surrender, we surrender again, you say theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. And that's the place you're touching, that's the place you'll walk through, and that's the place you want to work through. Yeah. And so, Lord, we open up ourselves today. Yes. We say yes again. Yes. I say yes today. Um, and I thank you, Father, you're always working. So I ask for the people who are listening, and I ask, Lord, that they would just know the privilege and the wonder and the joy of working with you. You're always working, <laughs> Lord, and we want to be those people who stop, look, listen, rest, and trust. And I pray, Lord, as we do that, we will grow up into you jesus and we will be so like jesus that jesus as you are in this world so will we be and i pray that in jesus name amen amen yay can i clap love you love you love you gabby you love your tag team awesome person <laughs> i love you too i love i love getting to do life with with louise and um just doing this together and can't wait till we can get on the streets again together i'm itching i'm itching i'm like yeah i've got to we don't live near each other enough at the moment to to connect with each other physically but that's okay that time will come um thank you everybody thanks for for being with us and again we just love you we we just say go for it can't wait to hear about your adventures with jesus and uh yeah bless you until next time see you later bye we hope you've enjoyed this week's message if you have any questions or would like more information please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au